and welcome back to it. CPAC 2020. So good to have you here for the conversation. The Steve Grugio Special Edition brought to you in part by ABC Michigan. ABCMI.com, the place to find out more. Uh, my next guest, I sat with a room full of um, <laughs> like-minded people, uh, radio people uh, and refugees from uh, real jobs. Uh, uh, Andrew Layer, he's in a 12-step hey program for recovering news addicts as well. Uh, Andrew, welcome back to the it's, program. It's good to be on. Listen, before we get into surprise medical billing, though, I have to say, I want I think you will appreciate this and your listeners will appreciate this. I have been going deep into my Bob Seger catalog. Atta boy. And rediscovering the joys of Bob Seger. Yeah, I mean, there's no, you got to go out to Fire Lake on occasion. That's exactly you, you right. Do. You do, Andrew. I'm telling you, you know. Um, <laughs> You got to ride that big two wheeler. That's exactly. I'm telling yes. you, Andrew is that the president. Three wheeler. You yes. got it. Uh, the president of the Institute for Liberty, contributor to American Spectator, Town Hall, and the Steve Gruber Show. Yes. Uh, always busy, are you, Andrew? And um, always have something new going on. Well, and and we got. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say we got to talking last night because the, the thing that you want to talk about right now, surprise medical billing. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, this is something that we're all dealing with. In fact, it's so funny because even after I started to get involved in the issue, I got a surprise medical bill, nominal surprise medical bill myself. Nevertheless, it was a medical bill, and it was a surprise, and it was a surprise as to how it was written and worded to me. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's something that a lot of Americans are dealing with, and more Americans will do. In fact, we had this conversation last night. If we go down the road of government-controlled health care where, where, where there still is a private insurance option, but government is trying to get rid of that private insurance option, you will bet that they will find a way to use uh, a private insurance as a way to engage in surprise medical bills no to question. drive them out of business. You know, and we've been doing some stories. Your timing is perfect yep. because uh, here last week we were doing a bunch of stories about Intermountain Health. Yes. Intermountain Health is based in in, in, in Utah. Yes. And it is a single-payer system. They control the insurance company. They in, they control the hospitals and the clinics. Uh, they control the doctors because if you're not in in network, as they exactly. say, as a doctor, you make no money. If you're not in network, you get charged a fortune. And they also have the bill collectors right. that come beat your door down and, and force people into bankruptcy. And that is the system that that the single payer Obamacare deal really was. Yes, that's exactly right. And so, and let's keep in mind, right, that that anytime government gets involved, and in this case, right, we know this that with, with if Utah, it may be a nonprofit health system, but it really is in Utah a government run yeah. health system. That this is where you get the incidences of cronyism, right? right? That's where exactly right. Government is picking right. winners and losers, and they are able to use their. Sorry, go ahead. Well, what I was going to yeah. say is, in, in that particular example, yeah. The LDS was supposed to divert, divert uh, get itself out, yes. divest itself back 20 years ago out of this deal. <laughs> yeah. And guess well, what? And, and, no, and they saw the writing on yeah. the wall. They said, we're, we're, we're moving in this direction. Anyway, so there are lots of different ways that we can solve this problem. Congress is grappling with it right now. Uh, they're grappling with it, and we know that when Congress gets involved, if they have the opportunity to make the wrong choice, chances are they will make the wrong choice. And and so they're looking at possibly instituting price controls as a solution to this. That's no solution at all. That will just uh, limit choices. We all know that it's essentially another form of a tax. And when you tax something, that creates less of it in the world. Uh, so what we want is we want to find some kind of system of arbitration and, frankly, some kind of uh, a rulemaking in which you cannot be held accountable. You you cannot be held to account if you are a consumer, if your medical service decides to switch up one of your providers at the last minute to take somebody out of network. That should right. not be on you. Right? You're on the table. You're, you're, you're getting ready well, to go. That's right. Well, and, and I shared this story uh, with you and the, and the folks last night. Uh, Ivy had some abdominal pain a couple yeah. of years ago. We ran off to the emergency room. I mean, and she's 
like most women, she puts up with me, so she has a high tolerance of pain. Uh, so when she says, I don't feel well, we've got to get to the sure. ER. We're there about five hours. They conclude nothing. Don't yeah. know, you know, what was going on. And the bill comes through the mail. It says eleven or twelve thousand dollars. Something like that. I'm like eleven. Now we weren't paying that because we had insurance. But I looked at the thing, and here's a CT scan, and it said the CT scan costs four thousand yeah. dollars. But because you have insurance, it's sixteen hundred dollars, and then therefore your copay is a hundred bucks. Now wait a second. The CT scan either costs four thousand dollars, or it costs sixteen hundred bucks, or it costs a hundred dollar bill. Listen, and it can't be all three. This is the conversation I had last night with somebody else who was at the dinner who right. was going, and she is she has dropped all of her insurance. She's going with a health share, and she's paying for things out of pocket and she was astounded when she would show up and she would get quoted an entirely different price because she was paying cash exactly and so this is Willison. we all know that big insurance is a way of obfuscating of, of making it more opaque the relationship between consumer and what they are consuming sure it's hiding the prices so how does it make sense from a business model standpoint though that well, you charge four thousand dollars for a procedure that the person has no ability but to pay. Steve, this gets into price controls, right? With a right. price control, right? So essentially with a, with an insurance set price control, it's like a government set price control. Sure. Essentially, you know that you can charge everything up to that point. Whereas when there's a market-based approach, that way there's got to be some kind of negotiation. So they know that the insurance is going to reimburse them for $4,000. That's the that's the insurance case. They know that you're never going to pay the sticker price. Right. You're going to go and negotiate down. So here's what we want we want to the ability to look at and maybe it's more expensive in michigan's upper peninsula i get that at a smaller hospital than it is in ann arbor or detroit okay i can accept that but show us what the price of a procedure is going to be absolutely just show this is what it costs yes and, 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 and let me decide. That's exactly right. And, and we can get into issues with regards to uh, uh, emergency uh, surgeries and things like that. But sure. the reality is, right, what we have is uh, what we call insurance is not insurance at all. It's a cost-sharing mechanism um, that is like Costco. But unlike Costco, we, we don't have enough care to go around. And right. so, listen, if we want to spend however much, what is the latest, what's the latest sticker price of Bernie Sanders' me- Medicare for All bill? I think what? it was $97.5 trillion, okay. actually, when the math was run properly. Let's, all right, so let's say, let's say that it's even a tenth of that. Let's okay. say that it's $9 trillion. If all we're right. going to spend $9 trillion on something, how about we start an Apollo-style program to create more medical care in America? This is a resource economics problem. It will only be solved by creating more medical care. Well, and Andrew Langer here is the president of the Institute for, for Liberty, and the, the, uh, the discussion, and this is not conservative or liberal. No. Everybody has this problem. Absolutely. Because, I mean, look at Utah, one of the most conservative states that we were talking about Intermountain Health. You know, and they're, they're destroying people, finding, taking their homes. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's crazy. This is what got me. So my surprise medical bill was only $61, right? And that's nothing. That's not. Well, no, I understand that. That's not the point. But, but the point is, A, I didn't know, and I got a, what was a collection notice. Like, like I had right. missed paying something. Yeah. I'm like, well, I would have paid this, you know, six months ago. Here comes the dunning notice, right? But here's here's where we, we're gonna. We have the ability to uh, levy, garnish your wages. We have the ability to ruin your credit. Right. I mean, this is this is all that nobody should have that much power in this kind of a circumstance. So we've got to find a new system here. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, Andrew Langer here uh, from the Institute for Liberty. If people want to find out more, I choose liberty.org. Liberty.org. I choose liberty. I choose liberty.org. Yes. Right. I was going to say, you choose liberty. Okay, got it. <laughs>
No, we don't want to demand that people choose liberty, so we declare ichooseliberty.org. Well, there you have it, Andrew. Always appreciate you being here. Great voice. Thank and, you, sir. And a great conversation to be having in this country Absolutely. right now. There you have it. All right, Andrew Langer, everybody. Uh, this part of the program brought to you by Roxor. Right now you can get $1,000 off a 2019 Roxor with a 40-inch LED light bar and no extra charge. All this makes it even easier to get into the side-by-side unlike any other built in America. So whether you're itching to hit the trails or put this hand-assembled beast to work, you can believe it. 70 years of rugged heritage is up to the test. Work smarter, play harder, stay out later. Go to rocksoroffroad.com. Restrictions do apply. It's built by Mahindra, so you know you can trust it. And they're a great partner of the Steve Gruber Show. We'll be right back. satisfaction in building something new, something important, and something that will last for generations. Right now, there are job openings across Michigan for construction workers of all kinds. It could be you. Demand for construction workers has never been higher. You could help build roads, bridges, and infrastructure all across Michigan. And remember, construction workers are cool. Go to stevegruber.com and click on the Michigan Construction Banner to find out more about opportunities, education, and real possibilities for your future. Click on the Michigan Construction Banner at stevegruber.com. Do it today. DTE believes that the energy we all use doesn't have to contribute to climate change. That's why within the next 10 years, we will triple renewables and cut carbon emissions in half. And now we're announcing a bold new goal to reach net zero carbon emissions in electric generation by 2050. DTE has long been a leader in clean, affordable, reliable energy. And leaders don't just do what's easy. They do what's right. DTE. At DTE, we're committed to using our energy to serve and transform communities, helping to create a brighter future for us all through projects like building parks, partnering with schools, job training programs, and volunteering our time to those in need. Because at DTE, we believe we have a responsibility to serve our customers and our communities. Learn more at dteimpact.com. DTE. I'm a counselor for the Michigan Problem Gambling Helpline. People don't want to call us. They're ashamed, and they don't think they can be helped. I have years of experience as a counselor, and real-life experience, too. I was a gambler once myself, so nothing you say can shock me. It's my job to help you, so call me. Call 1-800-270-7117 for help. Sponsored by the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services and the Michigan Association of Broadcasters. 